Welcome to Bringing the Heat Podcast, Episode 3, brought to you by your hosts, Zach Werner and Luke Monica. Today, on the August 14th edition of Bringing the Heat, we have plenty of topics on the docket. We got NFL talk, Major League Baseball, preseason college football talk again, the return of Stumpin' Duncan, and movies with Mick. Bringing the Heat! And here we go. So, Luke, how's it going? What's up, my man? Let's bring the heat today. All right, so first things first, on the docket, we got NFL talk. So, first things first... Yeah, we know the Bears, some big shit finally happened. Roquan Smith will yeah. finally be reporting and taking part in practices. Thank God. All right. Not that, I mean, I don't think he's going to come out and like be, I think he's going to be behind. But at the end of the day, he's your first round pick. You want him playing and participating in everything so that he's going to be able to play. And the fact that he was out and not playing not participating i think it did set him back but i mean with how good of an athlete he is i think it'll definitely uh be a positive thing that he's back working out getting ready to to play because he's gonna be a big part of their defense i mean i don't know i think the bears will be like seven and what seven and eight seven and nine seven and nine maybe they get that one tie seven eight and one yeah i mean i don't think that they're a playoff team, but I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year, and I think he's going to be a big part of their defense. I also think their defense is going to be super, super slept on. I think that their defensive line's pretty good. They have uh, Eddie Goldman, who I think solid. Akeem, uh, Akeem Hicks. Hunt, right? Hunt Hicks oh. from the Patriots. Oh. He was a Patriot, and then he's he's put up really good years with the Bears. They got their their linebacking core is pretty solid with Danny Trevathan, now Smith. No, uh, Kwiatkowski's all right, and then their defensive backs. I mean, Amos, Eddie Jackson, Prince, Prince. I think Craven LeBlanc isn't uh, isn't horrible. So I think that they're they're going to be a solid team, and I think that uh, Mitch they Trubisky. Guys, I don't know, man. We got to see what Rokon can do because he's filling in for Pernell McPhee. He had a couple decent seasons for Chicago. Yeah, but McPhee didn't really play a lot, though, because he was always hurt. Last year, so, yeah, yeah, definitely last year. Um, who was the other linebacker they had? Willie, right? Willie Young, yeah. Willie oh, Young, he's Willie. gone. So I think I think that Roquan's going to really help. I mean, the Bears, I'm interested to see what happens with um, Jordan Howard in that offense because, I mean, Hunt in Kansas City was a totally different guy than what Jordan Howard is. Jordan Howard's going to be a downhill back. His catching game isn't – he has been working on it. I know that that's been like the number one thing that he has been working well, on. Well, if he plays anything like he plays in Madden, it's going to be a rough it's season. It's going to be a long season. Because Madden, I can't even get like 30 yards a game with this guy. Like it's it's pretty tough. So – and I don't, I don't know. Like I love Jordan Howard, but at the end of the day, you need guys who are going to fit that scheme the best. And I love Tariq Cohen – but he's one. He's a small dude. I think he's going to be subject to injuries because he's it's he's like almost like a Carlos Thompson, in a way. Carlos Thompson, not Carlos Thompson. Charles uh, Thompson. No, the dude from the Redskins. Yeah, it's his name Charles, ain't? No, it's Carlos. It's not no. Carlos. Chris. Chris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got it. We gave him. A, God, we gave him, We gave him like a hundred names. You know, I got Carlos. Chris, Carlos. I got Carlos from. Uh, Last chance, you. Uh, that one dude on on there was. Well, I'm just Thompson. happy Roku Smith is ready to go, man. Or <laughs> yeah, Ropon, Roku, Roku. I yeah, called him Roku because the TV service. Uh, that was during the draft. I've had I've had a pretty rough draft night for the Bears the last <laughs> last two <laughs> I still years. Heard the video <laughs> of you with the whole Mitch Trubisky thing. Let me see if I can pull it up. And we'll we'll air it on. Uh, we'll air it live here. Well, it's yeah. not live. It's a tape delay. 
Like, uh, I was so mad at the Mitch Trubisky trade. I don't even remember who I wanted over Mitch Trubisky. But I was a big fan of Deshaun Watson, and I think that worked out great for the Texans. But, again, he got hurt. I think Trubisky in this offense will be okay. It's just we haven't been able to see what he can do throwing the ball downfield. Go ahead. Luke's got the video. I have the video. Let's see if it loads. Right now. Fire Ryan Pace, dude. That is fucking bullshit. Oh, ESPN. Oh, shit. This motherfucker right now. Fire Ryan Pace, dude. That is fucking bullshit. What are you doing? Oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was from, two what, two years ago now? Yeah, that was two years ago. So, I, I, I you know, I was mad about it at first. And then you think about it, I mean, Cutler sucked. Mike Glennon, what the hell they were doing with that? Thank uh, God. What did they give him, like $60 million? It was like a three-year – no, I think it was three-year, like 50. So it was getting 15, 15 mil a year. That's ridiculous. But As a like, backup quarterback. Yeah, and he was horrible. Like that experiment didn't even last like three weeks or whatever. Like he is complete That's garbage. That's okay, though, because this that Mitch Trubisky, like your reaction to that, I compare the Trubisky pick – to the Odell Beckham Jr. pick for the Giants. Now, I know Odell's like one of the top players right now, but when he first got drafted, nobody knew who the hell he was unless you were like actually paying attention. So he was kind of an unnamed guy coming in, So and Mitch Trubisky wasn't like the top quarterback, so everybody's pissed off that he got picked at what, two? Yeah, yeah, they traded yeah, up so, for him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be an interesting year. Again, I'm not expecting any. One, the Bears play in such a hard division. And then I don't. I mean, I think they made moves to be better. I think that this next draft plays a huge role in putting them back into the playoff hunt. So I'm okay with it. We'll but see. Roquan Smith holdout ends. I think it's going to be big. We shall see. Next thing up, this is my favorite thing. Chad Kelly. Chad oh, Kelly's my man. guy, man. And everybody's your guy. No, Chad Kelly's my guy. Last chance you guy. I mean, he wasn't on Last Chance You. Was he, he on Last Chance? He, he wasn't on the show, but he went to East Mississippi. Oh. And then he that's went to school, Ole, right? Yeah, and then he went to Ole Miss. He surpasses Paxton Lynch, which isn't hard because I'm pretty sure that you or I could pass uh Paxton Lynch on the depth chart. Uh, I don't think anybody wants a 275-pound quarterback, so. <laughs> but <clears throat> I mean, let's be real here. Paxton Lynch if he's not the biggest bus of all time, because he was drafted later in the draft, yeah, I, I don't is, consider him a bus because, like, if you're drafted like in the first round, but after the twentieth pick, but that's still a bust. Like in the NFL, like the first three rounds are so important. Even the fourth round, like it's not like. So I think first round pick. I mean, he's still got a lot of money as a first round pick. Yeah. To to sign and to be there, and he's he's horrible. Like, I would have said so he was bad. a bust last year when he couldn't even beat out Trevor Simeon. Oh yeah, he yeah. he is so bad. So and Chad Kelly looked good. I mean, his throwing mechanics are a little weird. Like he has the longest throwing mechanics of a quarterback I've seen. It's almost like a right-handed Tebow. He's also a punk. So <laughs> hey, but the guy is the guy's a stud. He looked good. I mean, I, I know he's playing against second, third team defenses, but you know he is what he is. I mean, that, it's working. So I mean, we all know that Case Keenum is the guy there, and we shall we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, I, I like Keenum, I do. I think that I think his tough run in in St. Louis was really because the team around him was dog shit. Jeff Fisher was his coach. Yeah, Jeff Fisher, dog shit. So <laughs> I think that I think that him going to a team in Minnesota that he had weapons, a decent offensive line. Yeah. I think that it really helped him out a lot. So I, I think. I think 
uh, Keenum's good, but yeah. I think Chad Kelly is a hell of a guy to have as your backup. He's athletic. He can throw the ball. So, But Paxton Lynch, not the biggest bust, but he's a bust. We'll get into the bust later, and that's one of our debate topics later on uh, about the biggest bust. But uh, how about Darius Geis, man? Oh, yeah. Your dad's got to be like – Quaking in his boots, crying right now. Yeah, my dad is a huge Redskins fan. And, like, the one thing that I think every Redskins fan wanted going into that draft was a running back. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the one thing. The, all the Redskins fans are like, oh, we need one thing. We need a running back. Super Bowl team wants to get a running back. Like, that's in their heads. They're like, But the thing is, like, Samaj P. Ryan did not do bad last year. And Chris Thompson, I got his name right this time. Yeah. He wasn't bad complimenting him either. No, he's Chris so, Thompson might be the best third down back in the NFL. That's a hot take. Bringing the heat and anything. Um, but him as a third down back and then P. Ryan as, like, the every other down back, that, I'm fine with that. That's, that's serviceable. But the thing is with Geis going down now is the Redskins are basically the same exact team. Yeah. They're the same exact team. They, they 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 didn't get better. They didn't get worse. They are literally the same exact team that they were, what, two years ago, three years ago? I mean, the, I think the biggest mistake the Redskins had was either not re-signing Garcon mm. or not re-signing Deshaun Jackson. Probably both. They, they didn't let any of those – they didn't sign any of those guys. Yeah. And so that left them with a John Doxson who's unproven. Yeah. Who, who, who can catch the ball downfield. They did upgrade in the receiver a little bit, though. They got rid of Terrell Pryor, who did absolutely nothing for oh, He was inactive, like, I think, the last three weeks. I don't, yeah, like I don't even think he was hurt. I just think he couldn't grasp the playbook or something like that, and they just didn't even play him. I have no idea. But then th- did they sign Paul Richardson? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think... Paul Richardson, he's a step up. Yeah, they definitely upgraded that receiver, but, like, they're not any different than the Redskins team that was two years ago that I think that that's another team that's 8-8. Eight and eight. Like they're they're an if eight they and stay eight healthy, team. they can be a, a a good team. They did the defense. They had a defensive pick, Payne. Yeah, Deron Payne. Yeah, I yeah. think that that that's a good pick. I mean, Dude, their front four, front yeah, they run a three four, so their front three are like basically all from Alabama. No, and the Kerrigan, Kerrigan's one of the most. Yeah, they just drafted Jonathan dudes. Allen the year before, or no, this year was Jonathan Allen, wasn't he? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this year was Jonathan Allen, and Deron Payne was in the second round. No, Geis was a second-round pick. Was he? Yeah. You know what? I don't really care because I'm not a Redskins fan. They're, <laughs> they're going to suck, as I like to call them, the, the Washington Foreskins. I think they're going to be terrible again. Everybody's going to get hurt again. If they stay healthy, yeah, maybe they'll be okay. But you got Jordan Reed who limps everywhere on the field. So, Do you think uh, that Alex Smith is an upgrade, downgrade, or the same exact freaking thing? I think with Alex Smith it opens up the playbook a little more because he's more agile and more mobile. So, like, the play-action game where he could roll out a little better. Uh, he can make plays with his feet. Uh, I think – I think Me, Cous- personally, I think Alex Smith is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins was underrated as far as his athleticism, though. I think that he was – I'm not saying he was the best scrambler, but I think a couple times – I mean, I watched a lot of Redskins games because my dad, again, is a, is a fan, and they're on TV a lot from where yeah. we live. So, I think that – I mean, he – I mean, he's not going to do quarterback-designed runs – but I think he did a solid job avoiding pressure, getting, you know, going back and getting through or avoiding blitzes and stuff like that. So and, and he had a couple rushing touchdowns, but I, I don't know. I think Alex Smith is a better thrower on the run. So I agree that I think that you will or the playbook will definitely be better. They can run more play action passes or better play action passes because yeah. he can roll out. So I do agree with that. 
Yeah, I think if he didn't have poor coaches in San Francisco back when he first started or got the shit end of the stick from Harbaugh, I think he'd be in the ranks of Eli Manning career-wise, like numbers-wise and everything. And they had some dirty teams when yeah. he was in San Fran. And then, like, the whole – yeah, that was definitely a shitty situation with Kaepernick because you're like – I'm a firm believer, like, if you got a quarterback, you need to stick to the guy. Like, I mean, Alex Smith, first-round pick, right? Was he a first-round pick? Yeah. Yeah, I mean – He got picked over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like, if you're going to take a first-round pick on the guy, you better ride that out. And, and then you put the best team around the guy that, that you could put around somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you take him out and you put Kaepernick, who at the time, I mean, Kaepernick was – was a stud. I mean, he threw the ball well that year, and he, he ran well, though. I think Kaepernick is the perfect example of a system quarterback because that, Harbaugh did everything possible to cater around him, and that's why he's no longer in the NFL. I don't uh, think this kneeling thing has anything to do with it. It's just him grasping a defense and being able to read it, and he can't do it. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get into the kneeling thing. I don't do the whole nah, politics No, we don't do thing. politics on here. So, so if you're I, expecting, hey, we, we're pro-Trump or, hey, go Hillary or yeah. whatever the hell you're li- – no. That's not going to that. yeah, happen. But I, I don't think – I think that it does. I think some teams, part of the reason is the kneeling thing. But Al Gore 2020, super serial. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, that year, though, Kaepernick was unreal. Uh, so that was – I mean, yeah. he, was, he was fun to watch that year without a doubt. So, all right, and then we got Des Bryant. Everyone's reporting or thinking he's going to go to the Browns, which I don't see why not at this point because he's turned down. He turned down a visit to the Saints, which to me is crazy. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I actually heard about it on the way home. It killed me because why? Like the Saints are a team that they were my pick to go to the Super Bowl last year. I thought they were going to steamroll through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a huge Drew Brees fan. He's gonna, Drew Brees is going to throw you five thousand yards, and if what's another? Um, weapon, weapon form. You know? Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, and why would he not? I don't know. To me, that was a little crazy. The fact that he wouldn't go there. So, I think at this point, it's Browns or. Nothing. That's it. I mean, is he going to retire? I mean, he's still young. He's not old. Hmm. So I, I don't see him retiring. So I think he's going to go to the Browns. And do you think that's good or bad? Uh, I'm indifferent on it. I don't know. I don't even think he's a good receiver, to be honest with you. Because even before Dak got there, his numbers were dipping down. If you look at his stats from the last four seasons, each year they significantly go down. Do you think he could be a guy like – I feel like Anquan Bolden was a little bit like that, and then he ended up shooting back up. Do you think it could be like one of those situations, or do you think like that he's done – he's been declining for years, so it's not going to get better? Like he hasn't shown any signs of of getting to where he was. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I don't like Dak. I don't think he belongs in the NFL anyway. So Not Dak. Sorry. Dez. Dez. Dak, Des, these three-letter names, they're hard to keep track of. I mean, and honestly, it all really depends on how Mayfield plays or how how uh, Tyrod Taylor plays. So it, that's what it really comes down to, whether it's – I mean, that's going to depend on whether Jarvis Landry does well or yeah. whether Josh Gordon does well. I mean, But look at the quality of quarterback that Des would be going from. He went from Tony Romo, who even though he gets a bad rap – because they never won a playoff game with him or whatever. He was an elite quarterback. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Tony Romo was good, and I hate saying that because he played for the Cowboys. But he was a good quarterback. He was the one that was targeting Dez. And then he goes from that to Dak, who's learning, who learned a brand-new playbook and only knew play action. That's basically what their whole offense was. 
Yeah. And then now he's going to go to Tyrod Taylor. That's what I'm saying. Why would you not go play with another elite quarterback in Drew Brees? It just doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. No, so. it doesn't. All right, moving on. Do, they, do the Saints still have Marcus Colston? No, he retired like oh, he did? three years ago. Oh. And then we got uh, our last segment for the NFL today. We got fantasy locks and sleepers. So my favorite time of the year is football. I love football, but then fantasy football is like my go-to. Our league, last year's champion, it's a great feeling. I know you're... Bro, it's rigged. It's not You're the rigged. commissioner. You had the first pick. I didn't have the first pick. I had the 10th pick. Oh, whatever. And I only had one guy on my team left from the beginning of the year. Okay. But anyway, it's rigged. You it's, had everybody's money. You're like, eh, let's, let's mess around a little bit. I'm going to win. No. Yep. That's nope. what happened. I, I destroyed that league. I won with Blake Bortles as my quarterback in the, in the championship game. Keelan Cole, thank you. Those two won I've me my playoff. I've never heard of those two. You've never heard of Blake Bortles? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Keelan Cole, maybe not, but he, he went off, and I got points, and I won the championship game. There's no reason to complain about it. All right, let, let's get on anyway, to the three picks. So let's just name some fantasy locks right now, like guys that you think 100% are going to be the best fantasy players. And, I mean, this isn't real hard to do, obviously. Let's forget injuries because mm-hmm. you can never count on the, you can never predict those. So mm-hmm. let's let's go to the locks. The guys the guys that you think are going to be best fantasy players, without a doubt. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Okay. Julio Jones. Uh, nah, shout out to shout out to Michael. K. Yeah, Michael K. How you doing, buddy? Julio. He was Jones. talking on the radio about football. Just stick to something you barely know, which is baseball. Yeah, he called Julio Jones. Julio, Julio. Jones. So. so Julio Jones, number one, because I think he's looking for that big payday. I know he just reconstructed his contract with the Falcons, but I think he's going to look for more of a payout. And then same thing with Odell Beckham. He's looking for a new contract as well. He has to prove himself because it's been about a year and a half, maybe two years since the, the catch, as I like to call it. Um, and then three – it's going to surprise you because a lot of people are expecting Antonio Brown to be up there, but I don't think he's going to do anything this year. I think the Madden curse is still alive. Hopefully Ooh. he doesn't get hurt. I'm going to knock on wood. I know I keep tapping and whatnot in the background. I'm going to stop doing that. Um, number three, uh, Tom Brady. I was going to say, you're sticking with the receivers? Nah, Tom Brady. Oh, mine. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to go with, let's see, I think I'm going to go with David Johnson. Ooh, I like, comeback season. Yeah, I think coming back, I think David Johnson's going to be real good. And I'm going to stick with another running back, I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott, because I, like, I feel like the Cowboys have really nothing else but a running game at this point, because who the hell is Dak going to throw to, and Dak's not even good. So. He's not. So, Although earlier today you did say you wanted the Bears to take him, I did want the Bears to take Dak, <clears throat> but there were so many people in that draft. Like I liked Dak because I knew that he wasn't going to be a first round pick, second round pick. I think the Bears had other needs. I think it was. I think I wanted Marshawn Lattimore over Trubisky. Then you just win rookie defensive. Yeah, player that's league? who I wanted. Marshawn. That's why I was mad about the Trubisky pick because I wanted Marshawn Lattimore. And they traded up to get him too. And Trubisky would have been there. Yeah, he would have been yeah, there without a doubt because yeah. I think the Bears drafted like fifth that year, and and he would have been there. But I like I like Dak because he was a he was a guy that was everyone knew he was going to go in the fourth fifth round. So like I'm okay with if you're going to get a guy like Dak for what they got him in the fourth round. Is a good quarterback. He's a guy that that will go out and win you games, but he's not. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. 
if he was elite, he would make guys like to me. Elite is like Aaron Rodgers made Jordy Nelson. I don't think Jordy Nelson's going to be nearly as good in Oakland. Uh, like Manning made guys like Anthony Gonzalez, Austin Collie. Like that's an elite quarterback. You know who else is an elite quarterback? Eli Manning. You can't spell elite without Eli. He made Steve Smith. Steve Smith. He the, made the, Mario Manning him. Mario Manning. Oh yeah, him. those guys definitely sucked everywhere else yeah. they went. So there's no. He doubt. made Hakeem Nix. Hakeem Nix. Hakeem Nix sucked after the Super Bowl year, really. Uh, yeah, but Eli made him who he was. I, I'm not disagreeing. Hey, Eli. Look got- at those guys that tried to go elsewhere. Mario Manningham tried to go to the 49ers. He was cut like a week later. Steve Smith went to the Eagles. You never heard from him ever again. Hakeem Nix went to the Colts and then came back to the Giants. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. Hey, I'm not. If. If we're fighting about Eli being elite, man's got two Super Bowls, so and two Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Do I think that he's on the downhill? Of course, he's 37. I, mean, of I don't course. think there's any denying that. But Brady is like a once in a lifetime thing. Like so that's Breeze. Breeze is gonna be 40 this year. Yeah, and like those guys, that that just. <clears throat> but you have to look like how many times have you looked? I mean, I guess I don't watch the 40 or I don't watch the Saints a lot, so I wouldn't know. But like. How much does Breeze get hit? How much does Brady? Like, anytime Brady gets hit, it's a flag. Mm. So I mean, he's never getting hit because he basically has the league by the nuts. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. Breeze might get hit a lot this year. His left tackle just retired. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting year. So sleepers, do you have do you have any off the top of your head that you think are sleepers? Sleepers, sleeper picks. Uh, Sherling Shepard. Or Sterling Shepard. <laughs> Jesus, Lord, that's your team, man. Sterling Shepard. Luke had a little bit of wine before I did. this episode. Uh, that's so. probably a bad idea. Um, <laughs> Sterling Shepard, yeah. He's my sleeper pick. That's your – all right. My sleeper pick. Who am I going to go with? You know what? I don't even know if this is really a sleeper because he had like a really good fantasy year the first four weeks last year. I'm going to go Tariq Cohen from the Bears. I'm going to stay stay on my team too. I think that with that offense, I think you're going to see a lot more Tariq Cohen because they're going to do a lot of different stuff. And he's more – if I had to look at the Bears running backs, I would say he's the closest to Kareem Hunt as far as like versatility is concerned. I don't think he's as good as Kareem Hunt, obviously, but I think that – Not even close. Yeah, but his – I mean like versatility-wise, I think that Tariq Cohen is going to be a lot better than what he was last year. And he, The first like three weeks, he was – a fantasy god. Yeah. So I th- I, he's just a change of pace running back. I don't. He's small. He's just quick. Yeah, but like, look at Sproles. Yeah. Sproles was a dynamic player. Dude. He could also squat like a house. That dude's legs are huge. Yeah, but Cohen's a his lower half is big too. I just see a short guy running the ball. Wow, man! Don't be so negative. All right, moving on to the MLB, and this is pretty cool because Acuna. Ronald Acuna yeah. was our first topic. And actually, while we're recording this, he was just drilled with the first pitch of the game. Right in the elbow. He left the game early. Yeah. So, one, Bush League moved by the Marlins, but I like it. Uh, you know, if you can't get the guy out, you might as well put him on base and make him feel it. So, <laughs> I uh, I can't disagree. Or don't suck. Just yeah. get him out. Yeah, okay. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, Acuna... The guy is on a tear. Yeah, he is. 
He is on an absolute tear. Like, what is it, eight games, eight yeah. homers? Like, yeah, and eight out of his last nine, yeah. Carpenter's, Matt Carpenter's run was impressive. He's still going. But this, this is... He, this kid, he's not even 20 yet. He's still 19 years old. No, I think he did turn 20. Oh, he did? Yeah, but he is a stud. The Braves are going to be a problem. Not this, maybe not this year. Maybe this year. But give them, like, two, three more years where their pitching prospects develop... That team is going to the AL East is going to be a problem. Besides the Mets, NL. the Mets are the Mets are complete. You said AL. Oh, sorry, NL. Sorry, NL East. Uh, the Mets are a dumpster fire, but every other team in that in that division. I even think like if Bryce Harper leaves the Nats, I mean I don't. They're still above a five hundred team because I mean they basically like Bryce Harper sucked the first half. So I mean, I think still they'll still be league in home runs though. Yeah. I mean, I still think that they'll, the Nats will be competitive. So, I mean, you got the Braves, you got the Nationals, you got the Phillies, and the Phil. I mean, the Phillies again. They, they're going to be good for the next five, six years too. So. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of, a lot of young talent on that team too. So, but Acuna, that that's a really, really impressive run. Mm-hmm. I've been impressed by him. I think he's a he's. I think he's a five-star player. He's got five tools. I mean, yeah. he's got power. He's got speed. He can hit. The, uh, he can hit for average. He can throw. He can field. I mean, I, I think the guy's yeah. a stud. This may come off as a dumb question, but do you think he's the rookie of the year? I don't even know any other rookies in the National League, so I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Uh, I don't know how Ozzy Albie's his teammate's been since. Uh, is he still considered a rookie? Yeah, he's still a rookie. He is. Oh, yeah. well, then that's a neck and neck race, I would say. But I don't know what Albie's was like super hot for like a month or two. But I don't know what his numbers are since then. I haven't heard much about him. Like at first, he was like destroying. Yeah. Pitching. Mm-hmm. But let's look it up. Ozzy Albie's, his numbers say. He is hitting 281 with 21 bombs and 62 ribs. Yeah, I'd say right now he probably is edging uh, Acuna for a rookie of the year. I think Acuna's like, he's up there too, dude. Uh, yeah, he's got 19 home runs. What's the average? 288. That's a, that is a neck and neck race. I think it's yeah. between those two. I mean, I like I don't really know anybody, any other rookies in the National League. Yeah, like, I don't either. Couldn't name one. And another guy that I love, and I talk about him all the time on the on the uh, Braves, Colby Allard. He might not be doing great right now. Mm. I think that that kid's going to be an absolute stud. He so, got a win against the Marlins in his debut. Was yeah, it? yeah. I mean, not much of a team to go against, but I, I I like Colby Allard a lot. So I think that that's a huge pick. But getting back to rookies of the year, so we just touched. That was our next topic. We touched on Acuna and Albies for for the NL. So Let's move into the AL. Yeah, so what do you think? I think after tonight's performance, like the game right now, Andujar got it locked up. Yeah, I think I would say if you asked me pre, before the All-Star break, Torres. Cause only because their numbers were still pretty similar, but Torres plays a way better field than than what that, uh, Andujar does. But, but after seeing what he did in Boston, though, I – I disagree with that. His defense was pretty bad. Yeah, it was sloppy. But in the end of the day, like, Andujar, if he backs up on a ball, he's missing it. Like, there's no – like, yeah. he's not going to feel the ball if he's backing up on it. That ball boy almost got drilled. <laughs> he did get drilled on the bounce. <laughs> but, oh, uh, right in the gut. He ate it, though. But I, I, Andujar has definitely got my vote. One, yeah. all clutch hits. Not that not that Torres hasn't because Torres has hit some monster home runs, like big-time situation home runs. 
But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Andujar definitely for sure. I think his his he leads or he's like top five in the league in doubles or something like that. His average is up there. The dudes get he's like almost every game he's got an extra base hit and a multi hit game. Yeah. Like every time I look at the box score or I'm watching the game, the guy is almost due to get two hits and one of them is going to be an extra base hit. So I think that he's had the most offensive impact on the Yankees as of late. I would say first half again. I would say Glaber Torres, but Andujar also hasn't really hit a cold streak. Like Glaber Torres hit that cold streak. Uh, Andujar has not. So that's kind of my take on that. Well, I we can I we both agree on the Andujar thing. Can we also agree uh, while we're watching this this inning right now, where Sonny Gray came out of the pen throwing twenty six pitches and only got one out? Yeah, the Yankees suck. Yes, I, I at this point I can't even like. Disagree. It's six one to the Rays. They and the fifth. I will give Kevin Cash though so much credit that that guy is a good manager with yeah. the team that he has. He literally almost has like a minor league lineup out there, and he's winning games. And like I know the Yank, the Yankees cannot beat the O's or the Rays, but you're going to come into New York, you're going to throw out a Triple A lineup, and you're going to throw up six runs against the Yankees. Now, granted, they threw Luis Sessa. Okay, whatever. But he has at the a end three of the day, one four ERA and yeah, three starts. Though. At the end of the day, it's a it's a big league game and Kevin Cash, I mean, the guy's he's done a great job. I mean, I cannot complain. I think the stuff that he did with Sergio Romo and shit, like starting them games or like I think it's clever. Why not? I mean, sometimes like I don't like the whole analytics analytics thing, but like at this point, I'm like it's winning them games. Like it's not costing them anything. Yeah. So I'm down for it. I'm, it kills me. Like the Yankees are so bad. Like I'm I'm so set on the Yankees either not making the playoffs or losing in the first round of the wild card round. Mm-hmm. So like I've I've already come to terms with that, and I try to tell people this, and people that are listening, specific people know who I'm talking about. On Twitter, stop telling me that they're the best team in baseball and stop telling me that they're going to freaking make it to the World Series. They suck. This pitching is not going to do it. You can't give up six runs. I know their offense is good, but your pitching cannot give up six runs a game when your team averages five or four. Like, it just doesn't make any freaking sense to me. You're not going to win games and you're freaking giving up six runs to the fucking Rays. Like, move on with it. Like, Aaron Judge might not come back for the year. He's probably not coming back for the year. Uh, I mean, he has the same injury that David Ortiz had, like, what was it, six years ago when he broke his hand and bone? That guy wasn't the same. He was hitting, like, 250 for three years straight. It took him three years to, like, recover from that. It's an issue when, like, and I love CC Sabathia, but when he's your best pitcher, that is not a good thing. I I don't think he's the best. He's been their most consistent. Yeah, which makes him his best, their best, because Severino has been... Horrible, and I love. What'd you say his ERA went up to today? You said it's like a three three two twelve down to a three three. Yeah, like up to a three three. Sorry, that's like no, they're they're bad. This team, unless like the only thing that the Yankees have that that like could happen that would make me think that they could go to the World Series is if they get to like the last ten games of the season and they just absolutely clean house and get on a hot streak. Well, they're not going to do that. No, they're not going to do that. The last series is up in Boston. Yeah, and they're going to probably get swept again. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I hate saying that because I'm a Yankees fan. You can't back into the playoffs and expect to do well. No, and I, I hate saying it. And, and I will say, like, the wild card spot, I love it. If you look at the last, since it's been implemented, you had, what, the Royals won the World Series as a wild card team. Didn't the Mets go to the World Series as a wild card team? Uh, yes. You have. Don't forget 2004. 
Red Sox won it as a wild. Yeah, but that team. was that before the one game. Pl- that, no, yeah, it was way before the one game playoff. But they were still a wild card team. And yeah, they won the World Series. But I think the one like since they've implemented that one game playoff wild card thing, like it's really like those team, the Giants. Yeah. they made it and won. So I, I not nothing against that, but it's okay though because the Yank or the the Athletics. We'll beat the Yankees in the wild card game, mm-hmm. and then the Athletics will sweep the Red Sox. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> the Red Sox are doing a clean sweep of every accolade this year: Cy Young, MVP, and the World Series. It's happening. Does JD Martinez win the Triple Crown? No, not if Mookie Betts keeps hitting at three fifty. But if Mookie Betts like breaks his toe or something, why do you guys? What's wrong with you? <laughs> No, he Mookie, or, yeah, Mookie Betts is hitting three sixty four since July first, so his average is going up. And you know who's behind Mookie? Who? Oh yeah, since, we just, since yeah, then? we just Andahar, right? No, Joey Wendell. Oh, Joey Wendell, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right of Westchester, Joey Wendell. My man's having a good ass year. Uh, but you know who's behind him? JD Martinez. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now a couple things quick. We got the Bauer injury. The Bauer injury is like basically. I think that's big. That's gonna like that. That drops my. If I'm betting on like who's making the playoffs or the World Series, that's gonna make the Indians way less of a favorite. There's no timetable on his return. He's. I don't think he'll come back this year. He's probably done for the year. I mean, one Bauer was a Cy Young candidate this year. I mean, not that he was gonna win it, but he was a candidate. What did he exactly do? Did he slice his finger on a drone again? No, I think it was some of his leg, like broke his leg or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it was like a fractured tibula or fibula. Yeah, yeah, one of the ibulas. Yeah, so he's he's done for the year. He ain't coming back, and that sucks because I love watching Bauer pitch. Like one, he doesn't give a shit. Like he's just gonna go out there and chuck, and he's got some of the nastiest shit. Yeah, like between him and Kluber, like those guys, their pitches are just filthy. So. And I like I like Bauer because he's big into the analytical shit. Yeah, he he loves driveline. That's your guy. Yeah, so I'm a big uh, I like Bauer. So that that totally sets back the Indians. Um, the Puig fight last night. Why? <laughs> that was like, pretty entertaining. First off, I want to know why is Puig fighting anybody? Like he's not even relevant anymore. I was just waiting for the Delman Young like drop kick in the catcher or like throw a bat at the yeah. umpire thing. Yeah. Like I love that, but. I think, like, one Puig, dude, like, all right, honestly, he's not as bad as everyone makes him sound. Like, he's still, like, last year he had a decent year. He's just never developed. Like, last year I think he had, like, 23 homers, and he hit, like, 260-something. I think his early success definitely got to him. Um, Oh, that's fucking juiced. Nope. Uh, Uh, Hit the weight room, Stanton. Is he out? No. Oh! But, uh... Close yeah, play. I think I think Puig. I think the early su- success though, like I kind of think it f- messed with other people's head though. Like they think like, oh, he's got to be, you know, he's got to develop. Like, all right, he he's hit- not even having a bad season. No, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Like Puig, I I, I like I shit on him sometimes because I think everyone else shits on him. But like he is a good player. He's not a great player, but he's a good player. He's an everyday outfielder. He's, he's a- having a better season than he was last year at this point. And last year, I think he finished like. Two was it two eighty two sixty three oh two sixty three but he had twenty some homers right twenty eight yeah almost had thirty so that that's not a bad year I mean that's wow. a guy that you could take that in your lineup yeah. every day like teams would kill for and that. for the Dodgers this season those are great numbers because they had got off to a horrific start this year yeah 
And the guy, the guy, what kills me is the guy that he, who did he Nick fight Hundley. With? Yeah. Like if you, all right, if you're going to fight Hundley? some, yeah, <laughs> the catcher. If you're going to fight somebody, go after A, the guy on the mound, or B, somebody, like, worth noting. No, but I guess, I guess, like, Puig didn't say anything. I guess, like, he was just, he showed frustration because he got a ball right down the middle and he fouled it back instead of hitting, like, getting a hit. And he showed frustration. And I guess, like, Hundley was like, get back in the box and shut the, shut the hell up or something like that. So Puig got pissed. Who's Nick Hundley to say anything? Yeah, like Nick Hundley. You're probably about like one No, million. not even that. Nick Hundley, he's been like reportedly one of the worst teammates of all time. He gets traded everywhere he goes, and he gets into fights with his own teammates all the time. That's why he got traded out of Chicago. Him and Zimbrano got in a fist fight in like 2008. And in uh, San Diego, he got into a fight with another teammate, so he's not there anymore. And if either. I'm Hundley, like I'm going to pick the smallest dude on that team because one, he's not that big. Like I'm not going to pick Puig. I'm going to pick like... Chris Taylor, like I'm, I'm going Tolls after, or something like that. I'm taking the easy way out. I'm going over an old ass Chase Utley, <laughs> Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, put Lasorda out there. <laughs> if you do that, you're just gonna see another Don Zimmer incident with Pedro. Oh man, that that was hilarious. I'll never forget that day. That was so funny. But next thing we have on is Rick Ankiel. If you haven't heard, Rick Ankiel I'm excited for this. Forty years old. He is making a comeback. But he is not coming back as a hitter. He's coming back as a pitcher. He's bringing it back to the so, rookie year. Yeah, he's bringing it back to when he sucked and he couldn't throw a strike. He threw about, let me tell you, if the strike zone was on the backstop, best pitcher in the world. <laughs> he would have he he struck everyone out. for an arm, man. He throws cheese. Oh, he throws gas. And I bet you, and there's no doubt, like, Ankiel's still in good shape. I mean, that's what steroids will do to you because – he was on the. He's got busted for PEDs. Did he? Yeah, I didn't know that. So that's what they'll do for you. I mean, there's no doubt he's in good shape. He's probably still taking them. Yeah. Oh, he retired. This is what he did. He retired. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna stock up on all this like HGH or whatever the hell he's taking. And he's like, thirty days before my test. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm gonna announce that I'm gonna come back, and then I'm gonna be clean. And then when the, the time I finally get signed and they make me piss in this cup, I'm gonna be clean. Mm-hmm. Like. Whatever. I guess whatever gets you back in the league. But apparently his motive for coming back is his kids were saying, I want to watch you play, and we haven't been able to see you play Bro, That's why Goldberg came back and horrifically wrestled for WWE. Daddy, I want to see you wrestle. No. You're, you're an old man. Just go away. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, Good luck on with Rick Ankiel. I mean, he was kind of fun to watch. I mean, he was actually a pretty good hitter, and he was a good outfielder. You should just come back as a DH. Come play for the Rays. I don't think he was that good of a hitter to be an everyday DH. He dropped bombs. I think he was a better fielder, though, than he was yeah. than he was a hitter. And he was a better fielder only because of his arm. I mean, he hosed dudes. He would miss, misplay balls all the time in center field. I mean, arm means everything, I guess. Look at Cespedes. Like, he's not the best left Jackie fielder. Jackie Bradley Jr.? He's a good outfielder. He's only hitting 208. Yeah. He has a cannon in front of him. But that's one of those positions you sacrifice hitting for defense because center field is so important. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pitchers, does Jacob deGrom – now this was, a que- this was a question sent in to us through a direct message on Twitter. Big Mike? Big Mike again. Big Mike again. I love he, you. He's a, yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's consistently listening. Yeah, I love it. So Jacob deGrom, do you think – he should get MVP votes or win the MVP. I don't think he should get MVP. Like, he shouldn't win it. He should definitely get votes. Do you think he has a legit chance of winning the Cy Young Award? I think Jacob deGrom should win the Cy Young. I think he should win it over Scherzer. 
I do too. I like to me, your winning the Cy Young should not be based on whether your team makes the playoffs. No. Or whether you're, you're winning loss record. It should go by the best pitcher. Should, and this goes back to when Felix Hernandez won the Cy Young. Yeah. He had the lowest ERA, but he was, what, 14-12 and 12 when he won. I think he had more less wins than he did losses. I think he would – and if he, I think he might have been like a 12-13 and 13 year. Yeah, I have no idea, but he won at like a 500 or below 500 record. So I think Jacob deGrom should blow this out of the water. He should get more first-place votes than anybody. He has a 1.87 ERA. He's led the National League and the MLB in ERA all season. He's gone out there and shoved every fifth day. Yeah, and I think that I think that uh, him being the MVP, no. Like, if a pitcher's going to win the MVP, you better have, like— Your team's terrible. Or you better like be like twenty five wins and like a two ERA, like yeah. something like something ridiculous, like, something like, like Verlander, yeah. Because uh, again, they're not they're not playing every day, so I don't know. Like, yeah, all right. The year he won the Cy Young, he was thirteen and twelve. Felix, yeah, yeah. So that's but to me, like Degrom, the guy is the best pitcher this year without a doubt. Like yeah. he is the best pitcher in the National League. He, like yeah. it's not even close. And going back to what you were saying with the NL East being one of the best divisions of baseball, I think the Nationals and the Mets like made a giant mistake big time passing up the opportunity to trade their star players to bring some um prospects in. Well and I DeGrom's yeah, yeah, already yeah. thirty years old. And Syndergaard's always hurt. Never yeah. plays. Steven Matz yeah. is always hurt. Never plays. Like DeGrom's never gonna pitch better than this. So you're getting a better yield now. Then sell high, buy low, man. But the Mets are so bad at developing prospects too. Like aside from take Syndergaard and DeGrom out. Who have they developed? Like that's really they good haven't recently. developed anybody in about twenty years. They're, the they're, last person to develop people in that organization was Steve Phillips. He drafted David Wright. He drafted Jose Reyes. Yeah, and those guys were great. Yeah, but then it's like, okay, so if I'm a Mets fan, I'm looking like, okay, do I really want to trade these two guys that and get prospects, and then these guys never pan out because our farm system and our developmental staff suck? Or I guarantee you, they could have traded him. To the Yankees, I mean, I would have personally hated it, but whatever. It's baseball. They could have traded him for the Yankees or to the Yankees. They could have got Andujar. They probably could. They didn't want to get rid of Torres, but they were willing to get rid of Andujar. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Mets would have taken Andujar. I think they only wanted. They don't have a third baseman. Todd Frazier is having the worst career, like year of his career, and he is bad. But let's just think about this. They still beat the Yankees, and I will say this: I they wasn't. Did. I really wasn't upset. When DeGrom got the win, because I was like, you know what? Screw it. The Yankees suck. And, yeah. And you got to like, give props to that guy. Yeah, like, all right. He deserves to get a win, so screw it. Like, Is he 6-6 six and six now? I, I, I think know. he might be above 500. I think he might be 7-6 and six now. Even so, with the ERA and the year he's having, yeah. like, there's no – he he should have freaking – if he was on a good team, he, he'd be a guy that, without a doubt, I'd say, yes, he's going to win 20 games. Yeah, no doubt. So, DeGrom, I love the guy. I think mm-hmm. he's a great pitcher. He's he down to 181 now. Yeah, that's unreal. What's his win loss record? Uh, he uh, he has seven wins, so he's seven and six. That's ridiculous. Yeah, a guy with a one eight that comes one eight, and that's not out of the bullpen. That's a one eight pitching every five days, mm-hmm. but 
at that time, he's probably throwing seven innings a game. I mean, I, I don't know if that shows like quality starts. But I'm going to bring up something else that will show that. He's again. probably got like every start I feel like would have to be like a quality start. He goes out there. I don't think he's given up more than three runs in one start this year at all. It's just – it's – it's like sad. I like feel bad for the guy. Cause I do too. It's like, and the Mets, like the Mets, didn't they start out with like the best record in baseball? Yeah, they started out thirteen and two, and then they became a, just a complete shit show. Mm-hmm. So, all right, here, I'm gonna compare. Uh, you, this is gonna be an unnamed player. You have to name who I'm comparing him to. I already know who it is. I saw oh, your phone. Come on, man, you ruined it. All right, so I'm gonna compare him to Chris Sale. They're who again is he's gonna he's a lock for the AL Cy Young. Chris, no one else you, even close. You just said earlier he was uh, gonna, ah. yeah. I, I just do it to bust your balls. Uh, of course. All right. So Chris Sale, who's been on a historic tear as of late, his ERA since July is like point two two, and he's brought his ERA from high twos from two nine something all the way down to one nine seven. So comparing Degrom to Sale, oh Degrom is seven and seven. Chris Sale's twelve and four. Degrom has more innings pitched, same amount of walks. His ERA is lower at one eight one, and he has twenty quality starts to answer your question. So every time, that's every start this season, he's had a quality start. That's unreal because he spent some time on the DL. That's twenty crazy. out of twenty starts. That that's ridiculous. That's insane. And quality starts, if you don't know, that's when you pitch six innings and you give up three or less runs. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's. You know who has a lower whip? Chris Sale. Okay, but point eight five. Chris Sale also plays on a team that, like, is way better. Like, you could basically he, when he plays, he never gets any run support ever. No, I would agree. I would he, agree. He's always in games like one nothing, two one. Except when he pitches against the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, the, he has the best ERA against them in his career. The, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I'm oh, saying because like, there was one game where he got absolutely demolished. No, no, I'm saying he shits on the Yankees, and then yeah. like I think the first game of the series this year that they played each other, you were over my place, and I'm pretty sure Sale pitched, and then the Yankees like gave up like 14 runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, it was one of those games. So Luis Severino started that game. Did he start that game? Yeah, he gave up the five runs right away. Wouldn't fucking surprise me. <laughs> All right, so we have two more things here. So is that it for baseball? No, no, we have. We're gonna move on what? to our debate section. Oh, okay. So we're gonna start with this. We're gonna start go start with the the, the MLB baseball. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So staying with MLB, should the MLB get rid of the DH? Now you and I have such different views on this. So we go we got into a heated argument on the way home in the car on the phone about this, and you're like, "No, I'll save it for the podcast." Yeah, yeah. So you can go ahead, and then I'll save my piece. I'm not gonna right. butt in. I'm gonna let you. Have I'm not. Your I'm not gonna go on a. 24-hour filibuster. I'm not some public uh, official. So, should the MLB get rid of the DH? Hell no. If anything, they should add it to the National League. That opens up 30 more jobs for more There's, Like I said, 30 more jobs, more players getting an opportunity, and eliminates pitchers from hitting. I think that is the stupidest thing ever. Pitchers are getting hurt often. Ching-Ming Wong's career is over for that. Look at Tanaka earlier this year. He tore like both of his quads, which was hilarious. He looked like he looked like Vince McMahon running down the ring for Royal Rumble and just falling over. Um, what else? None of them can hit except for like Madison Bumgarner. That's it. Syndergaard can hit okay. All right, when he's healthy. When's he healthy? Never. But it's all it's almost an automatic out every single day. That's stupid. Get rid of it. Pitchers hitting is the dumbest thing ever. It, it equals the playing field. For them against the American League when it comes to all-star games, 
which it's not important anymore, but it was, and World Series. But what about when the American League goes to the National League? Then it'd be both DHs. No, but I'm saying it evens the play. It's even regardless because in the World Series you're going to play. I mean, I guess home field advantage would determine yeah, that. But, exactly. So that, but, that's null and void on your point. But at the end of the day, you're going to have a shot to win a game because a team from the American League is going to have a guy on their a pitcher hitting in the National League game, and they're going to have a chance to win the game if there's two DHs instead of a pitcher coming up who doesn't hit. You can have a guy that's ready to go and just hits. That's not even like my my biggest thing. My thing is I like having the difference in the leagues. First off, I think that having a pitcher hit bring makes a it's a different dynamic to the game. All right, so you have to play small ball. Small ball is like that's like a, not even a thing anymore. Those guys miss. 90% of the bunts anyway, and they have two tries on them. I know, but I don't. I like that it, it, it makes you be more creative with your with your lineup. Like, I like it, the whole idea of hitting the pitcher eight. I like that whole, I don't know. Like I I've think even, that's the only way a pitcher should hit I've because even thought about, he's an automatic out, and then right after that you have the second leadoff guy. What if you hit the pitcher leadoff? That's the dumbest thing ever. I, I don't know. Like, there's just things that you think about it, and you're like, I don't know. It's pretty cool. And then, like, I, I, I get. All right, let me ask you a question. Hold on, but let me finish. All right, all right. I get, you didn't interrupt me. I'm not going to interrupt you. I get comic relief when I see a guy like, like, freaking Luis Severino going up to hit, or like, I think Dylan Patances had a at bat this year at one point, and he like his foot was out of the batter's box, and he swung, and I thought it was the funniest thing, like. That's 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 bad for baseball. But I think it's hilarious, and I but I enjoy like when Madison Bumgarner hits a moonshot. I love it. I love it. I think it's awesome. And like he does it maybe twice a year. He had that. five last year. How many does he have now? Well, he also was hurt a lot this year. So I don't know. Like I like the I like how it makes like when you watch an American League team go to the National League. It's like it's awesome because you basically see like, I mean. A manager's got to really manage now. You have to manage your bench better. You have to manage, you know, where you're going to hit your pitcher and all that stuff. Like, you have to manage it better than what you do. Like, it's so much easier just to plug in a DH. Okay, yeah, he's in a DH today. Great. You can get creative and whatnot with a DH. Matchups. If there's a lefty, you, you bat a righty. If there's a righty, you bat a lefty. Or if he's an absolute stud like J.D. Martinez, you just play him every day. I don't. I don't know. I don't like it. I like the the difference. I like the American League and I like the National League. I think it just should just stay the way it is. I think that the seeing American League team go to the National League is fun. I think seeing what a National League team could do with a DH is fun. But again, I will say I think the National League is at a disadvantage when they go to the American League because most of their bench guys aren't guys that. Are D eight like they're not power guys like most guys that are on the bench in the National League are guys that they're defensive can, replacements. Yeah, they can play different positions and and more defensively sound players yeah. rather than a guy that's going to come like can be a DH and hit nukes. Which is surprising to me because I think it should be the other way around. In the American League, you should have more defensive guys on the bench than the National League. The National League should have more bats because they do have the pitcher problem that they got to pinch hit for. Well, that's another thing. Like, okay, when do you determine when to take a pitcher out and have him and, and DH for him? Like, if he's 
thrown six innings. All right, he's got like a ninety pitch count, and he's given up two runs, and then it, and it's a it's a two two game, or or you're losing two to one, but there's a guy on second base. How many hits has he given up? Yeah, how many hard outs are there? You know, I'm just, but you but like, see but that's the thing. Like, you have to think like there's more strategy involved with a. With a national league lineup, I think lineup. there's just more strategy involved than overall baseball today. You see, like you mentioned, Kevin Cash earlier, he throws a reliever just for one inning to start the game, and he has a different pitcher every inning. You see Gabe Kapler going out there taking Aaron Nola out of the game at 68 pitches and a no hitter. That was also like a rookie managing mistake. They won the game. Yeah, I know, but it's there. Andujar another hit by yeah. the way. So what I what I'm getting into with Aaron Nola having the no hitter, it's in which league do you think it's easier to have a no hitter, perfect game, or a complete game shutout? Oh, it's pro- it's definitely. I wouldn't disagree that it's probably easier to throw a no hitter in the National League because there's you an get automatic a f- out. It's a but free it's not out. always automatic because you have guys like Madison Bumgarner and stuff like that that they can hit and like a, I don't know. I, I've seen tons of times when pitchers they come out and they. They might break up the no hitter, so I don't know. Like I, I understand that most of the time it's a free out, but that's not always the case. And again, that's when a manager has to make that decision. All right, I need to make a change. I need to bring in a different pitcher. I need to bring in a guy off the bench to try to break up the no hitter or, or try to get a hit and start something. So there's more strategy involved in the National League than the American League, and that's why I like the National League no DH. I just think it's dumb. The only pitcher that I want hitting. And I'll bring him out of retirement. I don't care how old he is. Mike Hampton. That's the only pitcher I want hitting. I don't know, because Dontrell Willis hit all right. Mike, uh, Mike Zambrano Hampton hit okay. Bombs, though. Zambrano hit okay. Dude, CC Sabathia had like five tanks for the Brewers. But Bumgarner hits nukes. That's what's. It's great. I don't know. I love it. And even guys like Zach Granke's not a horrible hitter. I'm over it. I. That's I, I like it. I like it's even changing in younger sports though, like the younger like uh, levels of baseball. You even saw in high school, the coach Mitchell used to DH for you when you pitched for us. No, I agree. Well, I was a shitty hitter. No, not really. But he just assumed you were because you were a pitcher, and that's what I'm doing. I'm assuming the pitchers are shitty hitters, and nine times out of ten, it is true. But it's awesome when they're not, and I think it it makes it more interesting. I don't know. I guess so. Hot takes. You can always tell us what you think if you tweet at us. Yeah, so, tweet at us at what is it? Bring the heat pod. Bring the heat pod. Yeah, yeah. So tweet at us, share it. You know, DM us your answer. Yeah, let us know. We like to be interactive, and we're putting stuff out Give there. Give us you guys your that. opinion on whether the DA should be eliminated or added to the NL. And when we ask you to send us questions, send us freaking questions. And I'm tired of just one person sending questions. Big Mike, I appreciate it, but. I would like some more questions from other people. Yeah, like I get texts from people like, oh, oh I love the show. I love the show. Give us some material, Can bro. I be on the podcast, bro? Yeah, after you start sending us some freaking questions that we can ask. Like I put a tweet out today. Give us some stumping Duncan questions. Now, that shit is dry. It's dry as shit on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, come on. That, that's the funniest segment. Everyone's like, oh, I love I love stumping Duncan. Okay. Yeah. Like you said yourself, you had everybody going up to you at the wedding. Oh, Tucker flip. Tucker yeah. flip. Yeah, a lot of people are like, Tucker flip. Like, okay, if you think that's so funny, then send us more freaking questions that we can ask them. All right? As of right now, this is just all original ideas coming from me and Zach. So if you guys want to have an input on the show, let us know. 
Like, there's going to be stuff when we have these interviews. Like, we have some pretty good interviews set up for yeah, how do. young we are. Like, I'm excited and for how this, yeah. new we are with the podcast. We have two pro baseball players and one Division two guy that's committed to do coming in and doing a podcast or like doing an interview with us. And we're going to ask them questions, but it's going to be in person. Yeah. Well, no, oh. no, it's not always going to be in person. Oh. No, no, no. It's probably no, 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 be. I know I, the one though. I I don't know. It could be. I don't know. We'll but, see. We'll see. I I think like we're gonna put stuff on Twitter. Be interactive, all right. Share it, repost it, like get follow. Us, yeah, follow us. So that's my tangent for that. We'll go over it again at the end. We're not stopping there. We're continuing. Now we led into it a little bit with Paxton Lynch earlier. This is also another debate. Zach said he was the biggest bust. I, I'm gonna resend that though. Uh, all right. So ahead. who is your biggest bust in sports history? Not just football. That's that is so tough. You got was it Bowie, the dude from Sam Bowie, the guy that got drafted before Michael Jordan? Yeah, yeah. I would say him. There's 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 three options. Mm-hmm. There's him. There's Jamarcus Russell, or there's Ryan Leaf. I think those are the three in sports history. Okay. Like, and I think that it's. Like baseball, the draft is so not popular that like you could I couldn't even tell you like ten guys that were taken in the first round this year for baseball. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's just not as popular. So I think that baseball and and basketball are more like they're more they're going to get talked about as far as like busts are concerned yeah. because the draft is such a big event in that sport. Where like the baseball draft is, it, I think it's interesting. Like I'll follow it, but. I think I follow it more because of the fact that like there were kids that I played with or against that got drafted. So I thought like I followed it for those reasons. And also like the baseball draft is 40 rounds. Like who's going to literally sit there and watch 40 rounds of baseball draft for like the NFL. Yeah. It's split up to p- between three days, but really after like the second day, you don't have to watch anymore. And basketball is all in one night. Cause it's only two rounds. So those players are so much more, more well known when, when a baseball team has 40-something picks, mm-hmm. you're not going to freaking follow 40 picks. Like, that's just – unless you are a die, die, die hard, like, that's it. Also, to go with that, though, like, those sports that you mentioned, like football, basketball, they have way more airs on TV than college baseball or high school baseball. Now, in football nowadays, you got the top 50 teams in high school football. They're always on ESPN. Like, Bishop Gorman's always on. And the All-American game. All-American game's always on. Like, people pay more attention to that. Also, it's the same thing with NBA. Like, NBA prospects are, like, a giant focal point of March Madness. Yeah. They always see, like, oh, the Naismith player, Trey Young. He's terrible, but whatever. He was good in college basketball. Everybody focused on him. And all the best players shine in that time. And, like, Zion Williamson now, like, everyone – That guy's a t- He's a tank. Yeah, but, like, everyone's on him, so it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. this guy's a stud, and now he's, like, at Duke. So – and everyone, like, looks at those high school guys for basketball because the one-and-done thing. Like, okay, they're going to go there for one year. Who gives a shit? They're going to be in the NBA next year. So it's like – Okay, but anyway, getting back to so it. So back to the bust. Yeah, I would I would probably have to go with – I think I want to go with Bowie because yeah. taken before the greatest player of all time. Like, And it's sad. Debatable. His, his – all right. His thing is the injuries I think really like screwed his career. There was a document – like an E60 on him when I was listening yeah, to it. Yeah, I watched that one and, too. And uh, I think a lot of it was injury related because the dude was so freaking tall and he just – like you see, like look at like a Greg Oden. Like Greg Oden was 
he wasn't a bad player. It's mm-hmm. just the injuries. Yao Ming injuries ended his career. So it's like those dudes that are taller, like it's harder for them to stay healthy. So yeah. that was definitely a, a probably a, a big factor in it. But I have an interesting take on who the biggest bust in sports history is. I don't know if you're going to agree. Actually, I know you won't agree. Josh Hamilton. I don't agree. And the he's, only reason I don't agree is because he won an MVP. He, he did win an MVP. And he played three seasons where he was phenomenal, but what he was expected to do for an entire career, I feel like he fell extremely short of. I feel like it's so. I guess if we're judging a guy on injuries, it's fair to judge him on personal issues as well. So I mean, I can't. He's not a bust. Do I think that he didn't live up to the potential? Yeah. But I don't think he's a bust. Like to me, bust is like not even coming close to your potential. I think he reached his potential with his MVP year, but it just didn't last. I it think lasted he could have for, done way better than what his MVP year was. But I, I don't know. Like he's to me, if, he I was spent, expecting you to say Jamarcus Russell. No, that's a, that's too easy. I think it's a good. I good want point. people to think. I brought up Case Keenum last week as the best college football player of all time. I'm bringing up Josh Hamilton as the biggest bust right now. I just I can't say all time. I would say I don't. It's too hard because he he he, he was, was supposed to be better than Barry Bonds. He was at the top though. He went to the top. He won the MVP. Like that's the top. That's his. Like that's I don't know. Like he he did he did it last? No, it did not last. He it was wasn't. he was out of baseball for six years before I've, he came back for the, the the Rangers, which was his fourth team. No, I agree, and and I don't think he didn't live up to his potential. But I think if we're measuring busts, like to me, like Bowie was a guy that didn't even sniff the surface. Hamilton got to the top; it just didn't didn't last. Jamarcus Russell didn't even sniff the surface. Same with Ryan Leaf; like those guys just didn't come anywhere close. Hamilton got there, but it just didn't last. Ryan Leaf had like three good games. That's the equivalent of three good seasons. For no, Josh it's, Hamilton. It's not. No, because, not at all. No. But I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I still think Josh Hamilton is for me because we're not going to go out here and say Jamarcus Russell. That's too easy. I want people to think about like our opinions, what we have to say. All right. If we're choosing Dale Earnhardt Jr., he just didn't live up to the hype, man. What are you talking about? He didn't live up to the hype of his dad. All right. He maybe not have won like 900 Daytona 500. I don't know shit about NASCAR, so I'm he totally took, just... I'll tell you what. Dale Earnhardt Jr. took the best left turn I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Go fast, turn left, baby. Yeah. All right. What's next? So, oh, next up, we got, got... We had rave reviews... We about were. this next segment. Yeah. Stumpin' Duncan was, like, a huge hit. I didn't think it was going to be. Um, Tucker Flip has been, like, a big thing. All I keep hearing is Tucker Flip. We mentioned it earlier. Your dad came up to us at work today. Yo, Tucker Flip. Tucker ah, Flip. Fuck him. Tucker Flip. <laughs> oh, man. So, All right. So we're going we're gonna to get in touch with Duncan, and we're going to bring him on air. So here is Stumping Duncan. All right, here we are. We got Duncan on the line. Duncan, are you ready for your segment? Stumpin' oh, yeah. Duncan. All right, Let's here we it. go. Round two. Question number one. All right, from Monsters, Inc., the movie. All right, now this is where I'm pulling this question from. Okay. Does Mike Wazowski wink or does he blink? Oh, my gosh. Dude, you guys are going to hate me. 
you're probably gonna have to cut this because the last time I've seen Monsters Inc. was like when I was like five. No, <laughs> what? Well, all it is is the green month, the little green guy that with the one eye. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I know exactly. But, ooh, okay, I know what you're talking about. All right, that little part will cut out. <laughs> no, we're not cutting it. We're not cutting it because I want people to know that Duncan's only seen oh, Monsters yeah, Inc. Well, one I, time. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh man, Winker Blank. Yeah, Winker ah, Blank. Okay. Um, here's a thought. <laughs> is is a wink also a blink? Oh, that's that's actually a good point. Yeah, I, but you like, know, <laughs> you know how a square is technically a rectangle. Yeah. Ah, but so like maybe, maybe a blink is actually a type of wink. Or a wink is actually a type of blink. But if you Duncan just stumped me. Yeah. If you wink though, like winking is more of like like you're winking at someone. Like you're like like a seductive or like a. Uh, hey, what's up, baby? Yeah. In that context, all right, I would say. If I categorize it as one or the other, I'd probably say blink. Yeah, but if you have one eye, how do you know you're giving, or how do they know you're giving a seductive like wink? All right, so let's think if you had like one eye and you were trying to wink at a girl, but she didn't know whether you're blinking or winking. If I'm Mike Wazowski, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a take on my own question. If I'm Mike Wazowski and I'm trying to hit on a girl, I'm blinking twice real fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's my version yeah. of a wink. Maybe, 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 maybe go halfway or something. Oh yeah, like yeah. stop in the middle, like you had a twitch. Maybe if you have like, <laughs> if you have one eye, you have like rules. Like one blink is this, two blinks is I like you, three blinks is <laughs> <laughs> three bl- three blinks is you know I might want to take you home later. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. little scale there. All right, yeah. we got other questions for we you got, as well. We got, we got one more. Oh, uh, one okay. more. Yeah. So. You're dating a girl, okay? Okay. You have no choice. It's the only. This is the only girl in the world. The only girl that you have a shot to be with. This is it. Like, you you matched with her on Match.com or Christian Farmers or whatever. Farmers you, you're only. On. <laughs> farmers only. Okay. She has. Would you rather her have legs that are hairier than yours, or okay. <laughs> or a mustache thicker than yours? Legs that are hairier than mine, no doubt. Explain. Wow, he answered um, that really, really fast. So I, I'm really interested to, to hear the, the reasoning. Pants or leggings, twenty four seven. Oh, and if we went to the beach and she had to wear a bathing suit, I would just, you know, just get like a full body morph suit for her. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting her a surfer outfit. Yeah, you don't have to look at girls' legs. Oh the time man, you always look at her face, I guess. Oh man, what happens when you're trying to get intimate, though? Yeah, like you can't rub her legs or anything. Uh, I mean, that's better than making out with someone with a mustache. But when it's intimate, you don't have to make out. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. But you, you're going, yeah, you're going down there, reaching for her legs, rubbing them, and you got Don King's hair on her legs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Does that change your perspective that's a little that's bit? Terrible to picture. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's the same type of thing as like they're shitting on someone. Like, I, I, <laughs> no one, no one, thank you, so no one would find out. Oh, we have one more question. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, I told we had multiple questions. All right, moving on. We have another question. Last one. Okay. What is poppycock? What is poppycock? Yeah, what can't, is, can't look definition? it up. <sighs> Holding you to the honor system here. Poppycock. 
Oh, um... You're a college student, so... Poppycock? <laughs> Dude, is it like a... Is it some sort of animal? <laughs> oh, no. try, try again. Try again. Some sort of food? <laughs> no. Poppycock. Is it, a, is it a, someone, like a person who just gets boners all the time? <laughs> oh, my God. Put your little poppycock away. <laughs> well, all right. So do us a favor. Oh, man. Google poppycock and you tell us what it means. <laughs> Okay. And then you tell us whether you think it was right or wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here, hold up. My, um, can I call you back? All right, hold on. I'll just look it up. Okay, yeah. And then, <laughs> Doug, and then we'll I'll, let you go, man. No, no. I'll, I'll look it up, and then I'll say it, and then you tell me on a scale from one, 0 to 10 how close you were. Okay. It means nonsense. That's all it means. That's all it means. Like that, close. like that's that's complete poppycock. Gotcha. Oh, all right, man. yo guys, I, I gotta go. All right, man. We'll see. Right. You. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Me. See you guys later. later. Bye. And that was stumping Duncan. So we're gonna try to keep doing that segment. It is going to be harder because Duncan is leaving to go back to school. Yeah. So we're gonna try to keep it involved though, because I think it's hilarious. We just, like I said though, please. Please send us stuff on Twitter. Like, thought it was boners. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just send us questions oh, to ask. Man. It could be anything. Like, try not to make it vulgar. Like, we try to we try to do it so it's appropriate. I mean, I know the shitting between the legs wasn't real appropriate, but I mean, we try to make it so it's it's at least like PG thirteen. So just you know, send us questions or s- send us like a word that you think's funny that oh this might get them like anything like just try to we're trying to make it interactive and then it makes you want to listen because we're gonna give you a shout out. So big Mike, big Mike's gotten so many shout outs. He's like our number he's, one yeah, fan. He's like our only guy. He's if we make T-shirts. I'm starting to get scared a little bit, man. Maybe he's stalking us. Who knows? Is he outside right now? I, I heard a banging earlier, so who knows? If we end up ever making shirts, like he's gonna be the first person to get a shirt because he's like our our most like he follows us the most. We should start just selling a shirt that just says Big Mike on it. Yeah, seriously, Big Mike loves our podcast. All right, so our next segment, which is our last segment, is Movies with Mick. So we stumped Mick last week because he didn't know the quote. So basically how it works is we give Mick a quote because he swears he's a movie expert and he's got to tell us what movie it is from. But instead, it's not going to be rushed today. We got five quotes for him to answer. So he's been stoked about this. He's been talking about it at work. He's been studying. He's been studying. So we'll see. We'll put we are going to call Mick and see what is up and see what how well he does and we'll see what you guys think. Rate him. Give us give us a rating. Tomorrow all day our tweet should be give us a rating of Mick's movies with or movies with Mick and it could be like a one to ten, and then we'll see what he is. And then when like when he gets a five, we'll be like, Mick, you're a five, and it'll just totally make him really depressed. At, at this point, he's a one. Oh shit! So yeah, so if like he's a one, he's gonna be like, shit, like I gotta hit the gym for like nine hundred hours now. Oh, you're talking about body type? Oh, that's just no, rude. no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying like he's gonna he's gonna hear he's gonna be like shit. Like they think I'm only a five. Like he's gonna take it into like terms like I'm not damn. gonna rate my brother here, man. That's pushing onto incest, man. That's a little disturbing. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't man that way, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. All right, all right. So we got Mick on here for movies with Mick. Say hi, Mick. What's up, guys? 
So you're looking to redeem yourself after you mercil- mercilessly sucked horrible. <laughs> yeah, um, we're mercilessly disappointed. Yeah, you were really bad last time. I'm pretty sure I didn't use that right in the first context. Our- and you mercilessly fucking set me up. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. You're a savant. You should know every freaking quote that there is. How, what is your confidence level right now? Uh, 13 out of 10. 13, 13 out of 10. So that means you should be 5 for 5. Good, right, good freaking see. luck. All right. First, first quote. One. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Name that movie. Are you alive? Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, oh, oh. Now we're holding you to the honor system. You're not allowed to look it up. Yeah, no shit. <sighs> this is one you should know. If you don't get it right, oh my god, that's embarrassing. No, it's tough. Even it's, though it's, it's from tough. a well-known movie. It is tough. It's not a, like a popular quote. That's, yeah, that's not, I mean, people say it all the time. It was, I mean, it was in a very, very popular movie, though. I'll say this. You quote this movie a lot. And it's the same quote over and over. Uh, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It's for fun. You don't get a you don't get an award if you get them right anyway. You just get a lot of shit. You just get a lot of shit talk that you at work, that's all. Just take a guess. Take a guess. Like, take a guess of, like, pick one of your top five movies and guess. You never leave an answer blank. Uh, except on an SAT. If yeah. you omit it, it doesn't count. All right, you ready for another hint? I'm going to say the other quote that you always say. Why don't say. you just say it in his voice? I am. Oh, okay. I'm going to say the way he quotes it. All right. Are you re- are you ready for the hint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paulie, give me some more wine. Oh, Godfather. Yeah. There we go. Hey. Ding, ding, when, ding, ding. Hold on, hold on. When the hell did they say that in the movie? I don't even like, remember that being said in the movie. I don't know. I don't know. They say it. Yeah, I just looked it up. It said it was in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know which Godfather pick, it was in. You could pick any line, any name of the movie. Three billion of them. You picked that one. Well, I don't know. We're trying to stump you. All right, next Next one. one. There's something out there waiting for us, and it ain't no man. I don't even know that one. Yeah, there we go. Predator. Oh, at a boy. There you go. Right away. That was fast. There you go. Do you feel a little bit better now? (laughs) Oh, this one. All right. So. Bullshit, random ass quotes. Hey, well, you named that one right away. Yeah, so that was good. <laughs> All right, so we got, <laughs> we got the next one. This isn't a movie. It's a TV show. It's a it, HBO. Yeah. We want to want to like give him a little bit of it, a hint. Yeah, it's on HBO. HBO okay. show. All right, so are you ready? Then the next quote is, "Oh fuck, I'm so dwunk right now. I bleep." Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not mentally handicapped. He just he just talks like that. You should probably delete this from that. 
<laughs> I'm not deleting it, so. <laughs> I'm not trying to be an ableist. So, uh. Anyways. It's just a guy that talks funny, that's all. We can give him the name. Is this like a newer show? No. No, not really. Let's just, should we give him a name? Oh, duh, he's down and down. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hey, you're doing pretty good. Two for three, you're a Hall of Famer these in baseball. Motherfuckers. Uh, Stevie, these motherfuckers from the church group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Stevie. Yep. All right, so you're doing good. All right. Uh, what am I, three for five now? Uh, I think you're three for three for today. Yeah, I'll give you the first one. It was a harder one. We gave you the hints, and you got them right with the hints, so I'll give it to you. Boom, roasted next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lasagna, what the hell is the matter with you? Um, we'll take hotcakes and sausage. <laughs> Come on. Oh, hotcakes and sausage. That's not Canadian. It's not Canadian. What about a sausage McMuffin? Big Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Ding, ding, ding. So we got four. Four for four. How are you feeling? Are you feeling good? He said 13 I'm out of 10. pretty good. He said so, 13 out of 10. Like, are you feeling a 13 out of 10 like level right now? I'm mean like 11 because it he, was kind of rough start. He's living up to the hype. Did you work out today? No, I didn't. Oh, that's why. And he's going on three days, no food. And, well, and I, I was a fat piece of shit that broke my fast, so. Oh, oh what'd you man. eat? I had soup. Oh, I had soup. My made some soup. It's soup. Eh, whatever. Kind of soup. But where's the spoon? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Last one, right? Last oh, one, yeah. Fuck. All right. Are you ready to go five for five? Uh, coming to America, by the way. Five for five. What? I did know that. I didn't hear what he said. He said it was coming to America. That's the, that's what that was from. Oh, okay. All right. Last one. Breasts. I like them two at a time and round. Ladies. <laughs> It's gonna be so pissed. Oh man! Read the country of origin, please. Country of origin? U.S. California. Dude, you're gonna if you don't get this right, that's fucking bad. No, it's not. It's just funny. Can I get that sentence, please? I already gave you the sentence. It's the no. You don't get any help. You got help with the first four. That is true. Uh, can I get a definition, please? Uh, just answer the thing. You got <laughs> ten seconds. That was a, that was a spelling bee bit, by the way. It was. It was. I like titties two at a time. I like I like them two at a time and round, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> No, it was grind uh, again, bitch. <laughs> Stunt on grind. <laughs> Damn, we've given you two grind quotes, and you can't figure it the hell out. <laughs> Is that the scene where he's like telling that bro to take her top off? Yeah. Yeah. So you have seen Grind? Now I YouTube the stupid movie after you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you still got it wrong. <laughs> that, that was the actual scene I saw, and I didn't remember it. 
Wow. Oh, man. Some freaking savant you are. Lunch is on you tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's big. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm back on my fast. Oh, all right, coffee's on you tomorrow. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I will say, I'll give you this. You were definitely four for four. We'll exclude the last one. We just had to get it in there because I thought it was funny. Cause... I, I thought this was just going to be a, a thing. Huh? <laughs> the I grind folks? Thing, like how Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel always bumps Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to give you a grind quote every time and then... We'll see if you figure it out. Yeah. I'm going to start laughing. Okay. He's gonna, just going to guess grind for every no, movie. I'm going to laugh when like, we give him a movie he really knows, and he's going to be like, shit, I don't remember. Grind? <laughs> it's going to be wrong. <laughs> oh, that's going to be hilarious. Oh, man. All right. Uh, All right, man. Yeah, so I'll, I'll we'll see you. Also, I don't disparage against mentally handicapped, so have a good night. I don't either. <laughs> we use that word by accident. We don't really mean it, okay? So, all right. You know, and Stevie's announcing he's kind of, you know... He's what? He's a little off. <laughs> what is he talking about? Stevie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stevie's definitely a little off in that movie, but or in that show, but he's a teacher, so he's not... not. You're a teacher, too, so... Oh, burn. I'm not a teacher, actually. Boom, roasted. Next one. Because I can't get a job, so I'm not oh. a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so, joke's on you. Yeah, but you know, I don't teach gym. I teach physical education, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I'll talk later. See ya. And that was Movies with Mick. So that's going to wrap up our show, or I guess our podcast. I guess it's not really a Is it a Pod- show? Yeah, it's still a show. Kind of a show. Because on the radio, know. they say radio show. I mean, Boom. we don't say podcast show. So yeah. I don't, you could call yeah. it a podcast or a show. Yeah, why not? Thanks for tuning into the show, podcast, whatever the hell you want to call it. No one really gives a shit. So anyway, thanks for listening. Please, please, please share, like, subscribe, tweet it out, put it on Facebook, do whatever you want. And someone other than Big Mike, please. Just be interactive. No, I'm kidding. Mike, keep it coming, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, but like just, you know, keep sending stuff in, sharing our our podcasts are so much better. Like the the second third episode are going to be so much better than the first, and our first has the most plays. Like, keep you know sharing it. There's no reason that these newer episodes shouldn't be getting more plays. They're way better. We're figuring out. You know, we're still kind of figuring out our chemistry and everything. So it's. I think we got that down. And, and like we're going to come up with better segments. Like yes, yeah, Stump and Duncan's going to be a thing. Movies with Mick. But like like I said, the interviews. We already got segments for the interviews that like we want to do. So just. Keep listening. Keep sharing. We're also going to – I have a couple buddies that really like to do like gambling with sports that we're going to call in and ask for information. We'll probably – Deucey. We'll probably have Nate back on and talk about the Yankees because I love hearing his rants. So This like, is a perfect game. We should have – Yeah, we should have called him. Yeah. But so just keep sharing, subscribe, like, whatever, whatever it's called. Follow us. And thank you. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Peace out.